here, miracles brought up, miracles happened. Okay, but you need to be connected to heaven. Also, today we have some visitors with us, and we, I want to introduce to you. We have a beautiful family, Tiago and Michele, and Emmanuel. Would you stand up, please, all of you, this beautiful family, and also... You are more than welcome. Let's have a word of prayer. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. I ask you for your fresh anointing in this place. We, we rebook our with the spirit that come to steal the word of God. And I ask you, Lord, for this protection. In Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, we pray for understanding. I thank you, Lord, for the utterance in the spirit. And we pray that you cause our eyes to see today. Our ears to hear. And our hearts to comprehend your word that will be preached. And all these seeds that I'm going to sow today can grow in, in their hearts. Lord, we don't want to be hearers of your word, but to be doers. In Jesus' name we pray, Lord. And I ask you for this fresh anointing. In Jesus' name we pray and everybody say... Are you ready for the word? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Hallelujah. Last week I started um, a new series of messages. Uh, the power of the seed. Part one. How many of you were blessed last week? Have you been blessed? Hallelujah. And uh, today I'm going to share the second part of this message. Please be connected to me, amen? Get the soil of your heart ready for the seeds of God's word to take root and grow, amen? amen. Because if you just sit and listen to me and don't get this word as I taught last week, you are going to miss so much things. Because God's word is filled with power that can move mountains, and you need to receive it in your heart. And then every obstacle that is upon you and in front of you, you'll be removed in Jesus' name. Amen. Please receive this word in your heart, Amen. and don't allow Satan to distract you. Amen? Amen. Don't allow it. Don't allow Satan to snatch away this word from you. Amen? When I am preaching, and I am sowing this, this word, I am sowing the seeds. I like, today what I'm doing, I am throwing seeds. I'm sowing seeds. And if you receive the seeds, please say amen out loud. Amen? amen. Say amen. Because by saying amen, you say, God, I believe in this word. Please do it. Amen. Because if you just are listening... And not getting this word in your heart, you're going to miss what God has for your life. Amen? Don't miss out, please. 
And I want to quickly refresh your memory of some points from the previous message. If you are listening to me now on the internet, or maybe you are not here in this place le last week, please go to the internet and listen the part one of this message. Amen? We learned, we saw learned through the Bible that God does not answer needs. God answers faith. faith. Yeah. The world is full of need. The, but God only answers those who have faith. God has many promises for all of us. For our life. God has miracle for you. Amen. <laughs> he has all the power to perform these miracles. Amen. He wants to do it. But our unbelief can prevent God from working for us. As we learned last week. So also we learn about the parable of the sower. And today we will keep talking about the parable of the sower. Why I am keeping talking? Because this parable is so important. And you need to understand it. If you don't understand this parable. You are not going to understand many things here in this book. And Mark chapter 4, verse 13, Jesus said to them, Do you not understand this parable, or the parable of the sower? How then you, you understand all the parables? How? Or Jesus said that this parable, the parable of the sower, is a key. For you to understand the Bible and all other parables. This is why I'm going to speak for three weeks. In order for you to be, to be able to know how it works. When the word of God comes upon our lives. This parable is a treasure that was given by Jesus Christ. And if you don't understand it, sorry. You are going to miss many things. Why? Because this word is, is full of seeds. If you don't understand it, you're going to miss out many things in the Bible. And today's word is, how can God's promise come true in your life? Ask to the person next to you and say, ask her, do you know how God's promise can come true over your life? Ask them. How can God's promise come true in your life? Why? God's word is full with promises. Do you believe that? Yes. There is promises of salvation, promises of healings, right? Promises of peace. Promise for guidance when you don't know where to go, what decisions should you take. There are promises for strength when we are feeling weak. And the Lord give a word and you say, wow. How many times I was reading the Bible or I was receiving a word from my pastor. And when I finished, when I was so, feeling so strong in the Lord. Why? Because I received the word of God. 
in my life. But the real question is, how can this promise ever become a reality in my life? We have many promises. But how can this promise become a reality? All these promises of God that are not given us. Okay? Why? Because when teaching the parable of the sower, Jesus revealed the main secret that will lead us to the promise of God to flourish in our lives. And also Jesus explained this parable to his disciples and says, The seed is the word of God. Amen. The seed is the word of God. And the sower sows the seed. The sower sows the word. Or the seed is the word of God. And the sower or to become more clear, your pastor sows the word of God. Your leader sows the word of God. And this is why the Bible says for us to obey our leaders. Because we are always throwing seeds over you. Those who are feeding you with the word of God. And this is what I am doing right now. I am sowing seeds. Amen? Yes. Are you receiving? Yes. yes. I am just sowing seeds. The sower sows the seeds of God. The word of God. And now I want to read. A passage in 2 Peter. Chapter 1. Verse 3 and 4. Please follow me. And read with me. His divine power. Has given us. Everything we need for a godly life through, through knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Through this, he has given us his very great and precious promises. So that through them, the promise, you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. Beloved brothers, it was given. It was done at the cross. Everything was done at the cross. Jesus, he doesn't need to do anything. It was done. When Jesus died at the cross, he said, it is finished. Everything for you to have a, a blessed life. For, for you to serve me, it's finished. When he passed away, when he gave his life at the cross. It was, and he said, it was given. But you received this promise through the knowledge. Did you get it was given to you, but you receive this promise through the knowledge. knowledge. Knowledge is revelation. This is what I am trying to open up your eyes. And this is why the Bible says, those who have ear, let them hear. Many people, they are listening. They have ear, but they are not listening. This is the point. 
And you need to not just to have ear. You need to listen. Can you say amen? Why? Because he noticed. He said you might be partakers. There is a condition attached to this happening. In other words, if you act on the word, if you operate in faith based on the authority of God's word, then you will partake of his divine nature. Hallelujah. Why? This is Hebrews 11 says, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. This is faith. And it means that it is standing in the place of things that you cannot see yet in the natural. And there are many promises that you cannot see in the natural. You are expecting, but you cannot see. This is faith. If you see, this is not faith. Okay? It's things that you cannot see, the Bible says. But you have this assurance. Things that are ours. Things that were promised to us in the word of God will eventually come into manifestation if you hold fast your confession of faith. Amen? It's yours, but you have to do something in cooperation with the Lord. The sower sows the word. This is what I'm doing. The sower sows the word. That is God's way of doing almost everything. Did you know that? The way that God always do things, it's through his word. Speaking, giving words. I, I spoke last week that he sent his word and healed us. And he sent his word. Are you receiving? But the rest is up to us. He sends his word. But the rest is up to us. Yes. He do his part. But the other side, it's with you. Let's see now something that God promised us in the word of God. <clears throat> Psalm 1720. He sent, let's read all together. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Or God sent his word and healed them. And whenever God sent his word, it comes in a form of a, a seed. Every promise of God, everything you need. Will always come not in a form of what you are expecting. Did you get? Yes. If you are expecting healing, it will not come in a form of a healing. It's come, it's come in a form of a seed. If you are expecting deliverance, will come not in a form of deliverance, but in form of, of a seed. You are expecting salvation for your family. You will not come in a form of salvation. Everything is inside of the seed. Like I told you before, when I have a seed, everything is inside of the seed. If you believe, if you get it, put in your heart, what are going to happen? You're going to flourish. Amen. 
Let's see about salvation. Romans 10, 13 and 15. Romans 10, 15, 13 and 15. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then can they call on, on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the name of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone sowing the seeds to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Can you say amen? amen? Beloved brothers, God wants to save people. It's the will of God to save. It was done at the cross. Jesus died at the cross. He said, it is finished. I paid the price. But now, in order to have salvation, what do you have to do? What do you have to do in order to have salvation? You have to preach the gospel. You need to sow the seeds. How they are going to hear to listen if no one preaches? Acts. Well, let's see another thing that the word of God does. Acts 20, verse 32. So now, brethren, I commend you... To God and to the word of his grace, which is able to do what? To build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. Paul, my blood brothers, Paul said that the word of God, when it's preached, the word of God that you are receiving now has the power to build you up. To build you up. To strengthen you. To give you strength. And give us one inheritance. Because how you are going to know your inheritance? What God has prepared for you. But when you receive the word, you said, yes, this is, this is for me. I receive it. But unfortunately, some people, they are sleeping. <laughs> and they say, no, this word is not for me, Pastor. I tried many times, but didn't work. Are you receiving this word now? Yes. Let's see that the word of God can set you free, set me free, set us free. John 8, 30, 31, 32. <clears throat> the, Jews, the Jews who had believed him... Jesus said, if you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Hallelujah. Then, my beloved brothers, the truth, if, we, if you hold, not you just if you listen. If you hold it, if you, if you believe, say, this is for me. Amen. And then the truth will set you free. Amen. Do you need deliverance? Oh, yes. 
Then you need to say, yes, I did deliverance. Then the word of God will work in your life. Then we, we, the word of God will give you liberty. That we, we read right now. You set you free. The word of God will give you guidance. You give you healing. Healing, deliverance, salvation. And every other promise that comes to us through his word. But this is not automatic. Amen? It's not automatic. Whenever the word is embraced and acted upon, it bears fruit and brings result. You are going to see in all that four kinds of soil, just one of them produced fruit. Just one of them produced the fruit. It's the one said, I received. And they, it produced fruit. The sower sows the word. The seeds in the word of God. And Jesus describes four different types of soil. And the soil represents the human heart. All kind of soil represent your heart. How is your heart today? Are you receiving the word of God? And we are one of these four types of soil. The first one, did you remember what kind was it? The soil that was exposed to birds. The seeds were just there. Exposed to the birds. And the Bible says the birds came. Also there was another soil. That stony ground. Stony. Very hard heart. Don't receive the, the, the seeds. Also, there was one good soil, but was thorny soil. It was good, but thorny, full of thorns. And then you know what happened. And then the good soil. Please, look what I'm going to say. And listen what I'm going to say to you. It was not God who determined whether you, you have to be a stony, a thorny soil, one exposed soil, or a good fertile soil. It was not predestined by God. We are the one who decides the type of soil that we will be. Did you get? Amen. It's not God. It's you decide. The kind of soil. You determine the kind or the type of soil that you are going to be. I can determine what type of soil I will be. And I want to ask you, what, what kind of soil you will be? Good soil. Glory to God, yeah. <laughs> Love brothers, God wants his word. God wants his word to take root and grow in our hearts. And the word doesn't become fruitful without cooperation. Okay? Without cooperation, the word will not produce any fruit. This parable is so important. So important, this parable. Because this parable... It was told in Matthew's gospel. It was go up in 
e tu és todo em Mark Gospel e tu és todo em Luke Gospel, Luke Gospel, Three Gospel todo, Matthew 13, Mark 4, Mark chapter 4 and and Luke chapter 8. Well, please pay attention. When the Bible repeats many times, it's because it's very important. You are going to read in these three Gospels about the parable of the sower. Then you must pay attention. Amen? Are you paying attention? Yes. Let's, uh, let's see what Mark said about the good soil. Mark 4.20. Let's see what he said. Others like seed sown on good soil. Hear, hear the word. And accept it and produce a crop. Some 30, some 60, and some 100 times what was sown. Hallelujah. Those who are fruitful are those who accept the word. Those who are not just listeners. They say, wow, this is, this is for me. I got it. I love when the people come and say, oh, pastor, I received that word. I am expecting. And these people, they always have some testimony to give. <laughs> This is what I see. Some people, they have a testimony. Always they have a testimony. Sorry, but sometimes I don't give so many testimonies because it's always the same. <laughs> Saying the things. And sometimes I know I'm not going to give too much testimony because... Like some people, they are producing. But why? It's not because of God. It's because of the heart of the, those who are receiving the word. This is what we are learning. Why? Let's read Deuteronomy 5.29. What God says about his word. Oh, That they had such heart. And then they, that they would fear me and always keep all my commandments. That it might be well with them and with their children forever. Can you see that the problem is in the heart? Because here the Lord said, oh, ah, if they had a, a good heart. If they would have such heart in them that they would fear me. The problem is always our heart. You will never be fruitful if you don't accept and take it as your final authority. You have it to receive the word. Let's read now Matthew 13, 23. Let's see what he said about the good soil. But he who receives seed on the ground is he who hears the word and understands it. Who indeed bears fruit and produces some of a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Beloved, in the kingdom of God, understanding. Pay attention. Understanding follows acceptance. 
understanding, follow acceptance. Because the, he has said, is the one who hears the word and understand it. We have to accept his word if it, if it, even if it doesn't make sense to us. Because sometimes the word doesn't make sense because the way that you are living in your situation. But then as we reflect and as you accept it, you reflect, you meditate in that word. Have you read this week the parable of the sower? How many of you literally read this week the parable of the sower? Few. Do you remember that I challenge all of you to read this parable? Please, read it. This parable is in, in Matthew 13. It's in Mark chapter 4. It's in Luke chapter 8. Read it, please. Because Jesus said, if you don't understand this parable, you're not going to understand many things in the word of God. Amen. Amen. Please. That's why Jesus said, beloved brothers, in Matthew 13, verse 9. Who has ears to hear? Let him hear. Do you have ears to, to, to hear? Please. The one who has good and humble heart will reflect and understand will come. Sometimes we received, but you didn't get all the revelation. But you keep meditating on it, reading it. And then revelation come and you understand. And then the miracle will come over your life. Amen? Let's, let's see how Luke said. The gospel of Luke. Luke put in this way. Luke 8, verse 15. But the ones, the ones that fell on good ground are those who, having heard the word with what? Noble. Noble. Ah, in a good heart. Keep it and bear fruit with patience. Wow. But bro, this is every gospel. They are giving some treasures for us. And this is why you have to read in the book of Mark, Luke, and, and also Matthew. Because they keep, they received with good, with a noble and good heart. This is the, always the problem is here. Because some people, they listen, but they say, no, I know it. I don't need to listen anymore. I know. <laughs> their, their problem is in the heart. And this kind of people is always the people, they, they have no testimony to share. Why? Because they say, I know this word. I, I don't need it. But those who are having this noble heart, is our good heart is those who keep it and bear fruit with patience. And why? I have a question. Why must we cling tightly to the word? Do you know why? Why do we need to? When you listen to the, a word from God, why should you like cling tightly? Say, I'm, I'm gonna hold, I'm gonna hold this word. This word is for me. Why? Do you know why? Why? You have to do that. 
Because we have an enemy. Did you remember? Because we have an enemy. If you, say, if you don't protect this seed, <laughs> this seed is going to get away quickly. Because there is an enemy that will try to destroy your faith. And will be doing, you'll be doing, doing it by stealing the word from your heart. According to Jesus, that enemy, the devil, will do everything to keep the word from producing fruits in someone's heart. The devil will do everything he can. He, he, he will steal it. He will whisper lies. They say, no, it's not going to work. Satan, pay attention what I'm going to say. Satan knows if he can snatch the word before it takes root in your life. There will be no salvation. There will be no healing. There will be no deliverance. There will be no guidance. Because God brings those things, those things to us through his word. The devil will do all he can to keep people from being saved. Did you know? He will do everything to bring all your family to hell. He's going to do his best. Or else, maybe you are saved. And maybe someone they are saved. But they are going to keep them saved. But emotionally sick. This is why some people they are saved. They are in church. But they are emotionally sick. And, and they want to keep them unfruitful. Because they produce no fruits. Low impact Christian. Who miss out all the great things that God has in store for them. He wants to steal. And you need to become one attentive hearer who aggressively holds the word of God. Can you say amen? amen? If you don't do that, beloved brothers, you are going to miss many things in the kingdom of God. Why? John 10 verse 10. Jesus said... Let's read all together. The thieves. I have come. May they have life. And have it to the full. Again. The thief comes only. To steal, kill, and destroy. I have come. That they may have life. And have it to the full. Notes the order. First, Jesus called him a thief. <laughs> Jesus called him a thief. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But you know what? What he comes to steal? He cannot kill you. Did you know? Did you know that Satan cannot kill you? Yes. <laughs> Maybe you don't know. But Satan cannot kill you. If he decides, say, oh, today I'm going to kill Paul. <laughs> this is a lie. Oh, today I'm going to kill Sandra. <laughs> no way. This is a lie. He cannot, he cannot kill your dreams. He cannot destroy your future. No. 
He cannot destroy your marriage. No, he cannot. And he cannot destroy unless he is still first. Are you getting the point? He cannot kill, but if he is still, he's destroyed. The enemy can't kill or destroy unless he is still from you first. Did you get the point? Yes. What he is after? What the enemy is after? The word. The word. Jesus said, Satan, in the parable of the sower, says, the sower sows the seed. Immediately, immediately, Satan comes to steal to the word. Are you, are you getting? It's the word. If he steal the word, everything destroyed. Huh. This is the point. If he steal the word from your mind, from your heart, then he, you are destroyed. Meaning that he comes here where we are. Did you know the devil does attend church? Did you know? Yeah. The devil attends church. And he is more believer than some believers. <laughs> because he's always... He don't miss a service. How is he around? The Bible says the Satan is around us. <laughs> and he comes more than some believers. Because some believers, sometimes they don't come to church. <laughs> and this is why their lives are always with trouble. But he is always faithful. <laughs> he don't miss a service. He's always. He said, because I have a job. If he didn't get the word, I steal it. Are you, get, are you receiving the word? Yes. Are you believing this word? Amen. If you don't believe, you don't receive. He cannot kill you. He cannot destroy you. But if he takes the word of God from you, then you are destroyed. When the word is preached, Satan comes immediately. Why? Because he will he come to destroy your dreams, your marriage, your future, and your family. If he steal the word of your heart first. Wow. This is why you, can, you need to attach the word of God. Oh, you, when you are in the middle of the trouble, get the, get the word and say, Oh, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. The Lord sent me his word and I am healed. Oh, Jesus at the cross did a good work for me. In Christ Jesus, I can do all things. It's the word of God that is in your heart that's going to make the difference. If you don't have the word, your life is destroyed. Amen. And Jesus said by contrast, he said, the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But in contrast, Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and abundant life. The enemy came to destroy you. But I come to give you life. But how can you do that, Jesus? How can Jesus can give us life? Do you have the answer? By bringing his word to us. 
This is the only way. By bringing his word. Jesus said, the words that I speak to you are spirit and life. Amen. The word that I speak to you, you bring you life. You know, in the other way the enemies try to stop your fruitfulness is by causing you to tremble. And I am going to the end of this message. And I want to read now Matthew 13, 20 and 21. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, move in this place, please. But he who received the seed on... Could you follow me, please, on the screen? But he who received the seed on stony place, this is who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Hallelujah. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures for only for a while. For when? When? Tribulation or persecution arise because of persecution and tribulation arise because of because of because of because of he immediately stumble when you receive a word from God tribulation will come over your life don't think the gospel is something so nice that you are going to become a Christian and you are not going to have problems or troubles. No! As soon as you receive the word of God, problems will come over your life. Persecution will come. When I born again, I was persecuted my family. When I, when I born again, when I start my life with Jesus, I was persecuted everywhere. Don't think everybody is going to applaud you. Persecution will come because of? Because of? Tribulation and persecution come because of the word. If you attach it to it, you are going to have trouble. I have seen that fulfilled over and over again. I have seen people in this case. They come to church and they hear a message. They received with joy. They say, Wow, this is so powerful, Pastor. When they come in the beginning, they are strong Christians. When they come in the beginning, they say, Wow, this is what I was expecting. This is so powerful, Pastor. Yes, this is what I was, has been waiting for my whole life. And they get baptized. They do not miss one service. They are committed to the cell meeting. They start Bible school. And then they start taking part of all meetings. But after months, what happened? They get discouraged. This is what the Bible says, not, not Pastor Mars, okay? They get desperate because troubles come. Then they stop going to the cell meeting. Said, no, no, I'm not going to the cell meeting anymore. They stop Bible school. No, this is not for me. They stop even to come to the, the service. 
And, but this is the last one. They keep coming, but sometimes, oh, I'm so tired. Oh, I'm not well. But have you seen that? I have seen many times. The devil will do everything to steal the word from your heart. Many people were very blessed this last Thursday when I was preaching and teaching about curses. Isn't it? It was a very powerful word. But most of you, maybe you should be there and it wasn't. So just some people received. Because of the word, problems and tribulation, you come. The vast majority of experience that I have had with God come in times of trouble. Okay? Trouble will come because of? Because of the word, yeah. I come to this country sent by my church back in Brazil to be missionary. Not, I didn't come here just to work, to do things. I, my, my church sent us. We came here by the word of God. But you know what happened with me a few years ago. And a few years ago, I had one experience that you have heard, if you are in this church, that I experienced uh, of seeing one angel. But that happened in the midst of a great storm. I came here as a missionary here in Ireland. But after some years I was here, I received one letter from the government saying, you have 120 days to go back to your country. Do you know how I feel? How I felt? Huh. Can you imagine you are here for many years and then you receive one letter and say, go back to your country. I said, Lord. But they remember. said, Lord, I do not understand what's happening, but I received your word. And then my blood brothers, I went, to, I went for prayer. I was at home. And I was praying, I, I was with my both hands to heaven, and, and I cried a lot, I, I prayed and said, God, I trust you, I, I am here because of you, I listen to your word. And suddenly, one angel came, literally one angel, he stopped three meters from, in front of me, and he stopped in the air, and then he looked at me, and I was like, in that trouble. Like thinking, oh, Lord, now I am here and I have to go back to my country. And then that angel stopped in front of me and he, he smiled. He smiled with a nice smile. And, and he took two passports, red passport, and he showed me. And he smiled and flight and went and gone. But after that day, I said, Lord, thank you. I know I have this letter saying that I have to go back home. But you, 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 you gave me a word. And what happened? In a few months, the law of Ireland changed. And because of that, that letter gone. And then I received a miracle. And now I am here and I have these passports. And I am an Irish citizen. But you don't know how hard it was for me to be that thing. You receive one letter and say, go back home. Hmm. I want to finish with a passage 
I don't want to read the passage, but maybe you remember when the disciples were in that great storm in the middle of the sea. Did you remember? Yeah. And um, they were in the middle of the sea, and that uh, great storm. Are you in the middle of storm in these days? If you aren't, that's no problem. <laughs> because in the middle of a great storm, it's where you are going to experience a great miracle. Amen. The worst times in my life was the time that I experienced greater miracles. Amen. God works for those who wait on him. Hallelujah. Then you can, but you have it to receive the word, to believe and to keep firm. Because the storm will come. Amen. Are you prepared for the, are you prepared for the storms of life? And, and then when Peter saw Jesus, Jesus uh, Peter said, Jesus, if it is you, give me a word. <laughs> give me a word. And what Jesus said to him? Come. 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 Jesus said, come. He believed. He obeyed. And he walked. Can you imagine? It was so safe to be on the boat. And then he said, you said, Jesus. What Jesus said? Come. Comes. It's water. You said, Jesus, you said. <laughs> Who? Who? Wow! Peter walked. No, no. Peter walked. He walked over the word of Jesus. He did. He was walking on the word. He believed in the word. He didn't walk over the water. He believed in Jesus' words. <laughs> you have to be crazy sometimes to believe. Sometimes you have to be crazy and to say, Jesus, I don't understand. But, okay, woo, worked. Hallelujah. Amen. This is how faith works. Amen. This is how the faith works. Are you receiving the word of God? Amen. Maybe the things are not well in your life. But you have to believe. Amen. You have to be crazy. Crazy. If you are so normal. Then you're going to say. Here's the boat. There's the water. Not going to work. No. This not, don't work. No water. No, 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 no. Do we have crazy people? Here, that believe in Jesus, stand up, please. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, Peter walked in the word of good Jesus. Please. Peter walked where? Oh, over the, the word of Jesus. And this is what you, you needed to do from now on. Oh, don't pay attention on your problems, in your sickness, on your infirmities, on your troubles. 
You have to believe in the word of God. Jesus said, if you believe in me, you and your whole family, your household, you serve me. And I am holding this word. All my family will be saved. I am declaring salvation will come. Because of the word. But also trouble will come. Persecution will come because of the word. Raise up your hands to heaven right now. And start praying and saying, Jesus, forgive me when I have doubts about your faithfulness. Pray, please. Maybe you have doubts. You had unbelief in your life. Say, Lord, forgive me. Because, Lord, I didn't believe in you. I stopped believing. You spoke to me in the past. But now I am not serving you faithfully anymore. You are just following your own desires. You are not listening. Listen to me. You are not listening to the sower anymore. You are not listening to the sower that sowing seeds in your life. You are listening to other people. You are listening to others, but not the sower that sowing seeds of your life. And for you to be fruitful, you need to receive the seeds from the sower. Raise up both hands to heaven and say, Lord, forgive me, my unbelief. Lord, I am in the, maybe you are in the middle of the storm, but the Lord is, the Lord is working for you. Oh, just wait on the Lord. And the Lord is saying to you, if you hold on to my words, you are going to experience many miracles. Stop trusting yourself. Stop trusting your heart. Stop trusting other people's message. Stop trusting. And trust in in the word that you have received from the Lord. Some seeds that you are receiving today, in few weeks will flourish. Some weeks. I know people here, they are waiting for things. And the Lord is saying, some people here, in one week, they are going to receive it. Some people in one month. Some people longer. But the Matthew said, they wait patiently, with patience. Like Abraham, he wait longer for many times. Hallelujah. Lord, I do pray for all my brothers and sisters today. Lord, I declare, Lord, that today, Lord, you gave us many seeds, Lord. And I declare, Lord, these seeds are going to grow, to take root, Lord. And they're going to be strong. When the storm comes over their lives, they are going to be a strong tree. That are are going to bend, but are not going to be destroyed. And Lord, you are going to perform beautiful miracles in their lives. I declare, Lord, in the, the next week, in the next month, 
Lord, you are preparing great things for us. Greater things are yet to come. Lord, greater things are yet to come for this church, for these people, Lord. Lord, and I declare, Lord, we are expecting greater, greater things for Shalom in Mona. Lord, we are expecting, expecting for greater things. Our heart is full of expectation. Lord, take out our unbelief from our hearts. We believe you. Jesus, forgive us. Forgive us, Jesus. And Lord, anoint our hearts. And I pray for a fresh anointing over all my brothers and sisters. Receive right now your blessing. Receive right now. Receive with your hands in front of you. Prophetically, the Lord will put a seed in your hands. Prophetically, receive it. Like what you need. Lord, put in their hands right now. Like prophetically, Lord. They can receive it, Lord. In Jesus' name, hold it and say, this is what you promised me. This is my promise, Lord. And I'm, I receive it right now. In Jesus' name. And I declare, Satan will not steal it from me. Satan will not steal it from me. In Jesus' name, I bless you. I declare time of miracles of your life. I declare the blessing of the Lord over your life. In Jesus' name. And if you believe, applaud him and worship him. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. How many of you received this word? Amen. Glory to the Lord. And next week I'm going to... I don't know if we're going to finish next week. But next week I'm going to talk about the practical way that you can... Put it in practice in your life. Amen? Amen. Give a hug in the perspective and say, don't let the enemy steal this seed from your life. Amen? Amen? The Lord bless you in Jesus' name.